0: Hello, company members in the Resilient Catholics community. This is Dr. Peter coming to you with week three. This is our interconnections talk, and we are getting into parts in much greater detail today. So parts, what are parts? We talk a lot about parts. What are they? So they're separate, independently operating personalities within us, each with its own unique prominent needs its own roles in our lives, its own emotions, its own body sensations, guiding beliefs and assumptions, its own typical thoughts, intentions, its own desires, attitudes, impulses, interpersonal style, its own worldview. Each part also has a way of understanding God. We call it the God image. Robert Falconer calls these parts insiders. And each part endures over time, even when a part is not in front, even when it's not driving our bus, even when it's not in conscious awareness, that part still exists. It exists in the unconscious when that happens. And these parts are whole separate personalities. Each one is like a little separate person within you. Like a little person within me? Yes. Like a little separate person within you. One of the great things about IFS is how much it emphasizes the multiplicity and the unity of a person. We are both one and many, like an orchestra. An orchestra is one, but it's also many. It has the conductor, it has the musicians. And it can be really hard in our culture to grip onto that. We're not raised in our Western cultures to think about us having multiplicity. What we're accustomed to is this idea of personality as single, homogenous, unified, monolithic, and it exists as the same thing over time. So this whole idea of working with parts or understanding parts, that's a new way of thinking. The other thing is that some parts of us might not want other parts to be acknowledged. So they may resist the whole idea of parts because one part of us, a manager part, for example, may want to be the only part, right? So parts are hidden. These are the exiles and managers hide these exiles because they believe these exiles to be. Unacceptable, unlovable, unworthy, dangerous, harmful, or in some way inappropriate, right? For some reason, these parts are considered unacceptable, usually because they could have a very disruptive impact on one's own system, right? Flooding, destabilizing, or it could cause significant harm to important relationships. So these manager parts suppress the exiles. The exiles could also come to believe themselves to be unacceptable, unlovable, unworthy, dangerous, and so forth. I really get to know myself when I see, hear, and understand my parts, and when I accept them as they are. I really get to know my neighbor when I can see, hear, and understand his or her parts, and accept those parts just as they are. So again, remember, these parts are not just emotions. It's not just like sadness or anger existing in some sort of isolation. No, that's part of a much broader Multifaceted little personality or part within us. So these are not just transitory mood states. They're not just these parts are not just passions. These parts are not just defense mechanisms like avoidance or idealizing or devaluing. Parts are not their roles. Parts are not their impulses. Parts are not their desires. Parts are not just what they impel us to do like criticize or seek approval. The other thing is that parts are not their burdens, right? Shame, abandonment, disappointment, rage. Parts carry burdens but parts are not their burdens one other thing to remember is that parts are often frozen at some point in the past this is usually when they were forced into an extreme role because of an attachment injury or because of a trauma something overwhelming to the system so parts are often stuck at some early developmental age parts also have good intentions for us saint thomas aquinas taught that we seek the perceived good And these parts are seeking the good for us, but sometimes they're using maladaptive means and sometimes they have impulses or desires that can actually be quite harmful to us or to other people. Their ontologically good parts are. Parts are good in their essence. We were made with parts from our conception. We were born with as many parts as we have now and we will always have the same number of parts. Parts are indispensable. We need them. We need our parts. We need all of them, no part left behind. None of the organs in our body are superfluous, right? They all have a part in that design. We have to earn the trust of our parts though if we want to pursue this great goal of interior integration, right? Because parts often have felt burned. They felt like Charlie Brown and the football running up to it gets snatched away. Charlie Brown winds up on his back. Parts often feel like they've been burned many times. And the first thing that parts need is a sense of safety and protection. This is the first primary condition of secure attachment, a felt sense of safety and protection. In order to get that, parts seek a self. Now, your parts could seek yourself or they could seek another self. Right? If they can't find an authentic self, they're going to look for some kind of substitute, some kind of counterfeit of a self. And that's how we can often get wrapped up in relationships that are bad for us. Parts are seeking to be healed, they're seeking to be redeemed, they're looking for something in another person, right? Sometimes those things really can only be found in God, but parts are often very burdened by distorted God images. And we'll talk more about that later in our in our time together. And we'll talk about that in a few months, especially we'll be focusing more on the spiritual dimensions of this. So how do parts present? Parts can be any age from infancy to, a, to the elderly. They can experience themselves at more than one age at a time because they might have absorbed certain experiences or taken on certain burdens at different ages. Parts can be either gender. Parts can consider themselves animals. I've worked with people who had parts that presented like wolves or dolphins or dogs or dragons parts may even consider themselves to be sp- like spiritual figures demons ghosts parts might consider themselves to be inanimate objects like very common one is the wall the part that is the wall right or the black cloud or the couch or a rock right or they could be animated objects like the fog rolling in or the train, you know, parts may also describe themselves in the negative, sort of like a blank space, nothingness, or a black hole inside me, right? Remember that these descriptions reflect how the part experiences itself or maybe experiences its role, how it understands itself to be. And it, they don't necessarily reflect the ontological reality of the part, right? Now, remember, there are three roles that parts have, managers, XLs, and firefighters. And we're focusing on managers today. In parts work, we always start with the managers because we want their permission and consent to do the inner parts work. Why? Well, for most people, the managers are the ones that handle the day-to-day demands of life. They have kept things going for us. And they're, they're really not equipped to lead your system or to drive your bus, but they feel like they have to. They don't feel like they have a choice. These are the proactive protector parts. Firefighters are protectors too, but firefighters react. Managers, on the other hand, work strategically. They work with forethought. They work with planning to keep in control of situations and to keep in control of relationships to minimize the likelihood of you being hurt. They work really hard to try to keep you safe. And they've locked up the exiled parts and they're really afraid that those exiled parts are going to break free and flood your system. Now the thing is managers don't like their job, but they feel they have to do it in order for you to survive. So they control, they strive, they plan, they caretake, they judge, they can be pretty pessimistic and self-critical, they can be very demanding, but like all parts, remember they have good intentions. So what are they afraid of? Manager fears are that exiles are gonna be overwhelming. Whatever those burdens are that the exiles have, anger, rage at God, disappointment with God, the intensity of their depression, the suicidality, whatever, they believe that exiles are their burdens and that also firefighters are dangerous, right? When they jump in with their, with their behavior. So when they jump in with their impulses, so they also can fear, managers can also fear that they will be eliminated, rejected, or lose their identity if there's change in the system. Sometimes managers are afraid that they'll be judged for the damage they have done. And some are afraid that change will destabilize the system and might lead to being overwhelmed with grief. Common managers that we're seeing over and over again in the IMK results sheets Catholic standard bearers, internal critics, controllers, taskmasters, pessimistic parts, approval seekers, emotional detachers. Compliant surrenderers, self-sacrificers, competent managers, do-it-myself managers, hiding parts, avoiders, and some proactive self-medicators. When a part's active, what does that mean? It means that it's in front and it's operating. Managers driving the bus, running your system. Firefighters or exiles are activated when their extreme beliefs or emotions are triggered by internal or external situations. So there's some ways to access a part. You only need one way to access a part to have a relationship with it, but it's good to have more. And remember, a part is a full fledged personality. So, the first way, through body sensations or sensory experiences. That's the most direct route. Those could be acute body sensations or they could be chronic. Second way, emotions. Third way, through images. Fourth, through verbalizations like an inner voice. Now, we're not talking about a hallucination or something like that, but just a sense that you're being spoken to by a part, fifth prominent memories, six strong beliefs or attitudes, seven impulses towards certain behaviors, eighth through those desires, and ninth through religious or spiritual beliefs or attitudes. So there's three ways to act to begin accessing a part. The first is to have a specific part in mind. The second is to work with a trailhead. And a trailhead is some kind of internal experience that leads to a part. And the third is to start with your current experience, to just kind of start with where you are right now. And in our experiential exercise, in just a few minutes, we're going to work with accessing a part that is not activated. Right now, it's time for a brief discussion about this interconnections talk, Eh, about five minutes, just see what comes up for you all.